All right, special interview time here on Below the Belt Show with one of the actresses from this great film called For Your Consideration, the wonderful, the talented, the beautiful Samantha Robinson. Oh, so sweet. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, this is a great film. Uh, your character is Heather. Um, first of all, I always like to talk about the journey of how you got involved with the project because it is a brilliant project. Um, it's making waves in the festival circuit. So if you could please let us know how you got involved. So this was actually an audition that came through my agent. And I just, you know, I auditioned for it. I loved the writing. And then they offered me the role. And I remember um, talking to Poppy initially, and they wanted to go with more of an Aubrey Plaza type. But okay. yes, they liked my tape and uh, decided to go with me, which I'm very grateful that they did. <laughs> but, yeah, it's um, interesting like you mentioned um, Aubrey Plaza because okay. your ethnicity is Panamanian and English. And I believe Aubrey is a mixed Latina and English as well, I think, I believe. So that's kind of, you kind of hit the nail on the head right there with the casting. <laughs> yeah, I love her. I think she's a phenomenal actress. I love that. That is really cool. So your character's Heather. Um, I guess tell us about your, I guess, your similarities or dissimilarities to Heather because she's comes from a privileged background. Um, and the premise of the short is um, you and your friends are getting together to try to make an Oscar-worthy um, Sundance con level of film um uh if you could tell us about um the character heather and and if you see like some similarities with her oh god i really hope i don't have any similarities <laughs> it's like one of the most horrifying horrifying characters but in a great way because you know it was it was a joy to play because some of the worst characters are some of the most fun <laughs> but um you know yeah Heather, she comes from a very privileged background, and she wants mm -hmm. to use that privilege in order to make a film that'll be successful and get her into all the parties and give her some clout. And she doesn't really care what she does or who she mm -hmm. hurts in order to get there. And, you know, I think that she's she's a narcissist, and <laughs> she's very manipulative. And okay. um, I also feel like she she kind of, like, she doesn't really have a sense of what's right or wrong like she doesn't really care if what she's doing is right or wrong so I mean hopefully I don't have too many similarities to her but she was very funny yeah especially if you're trying to make a woke film you have to be very sensitive to certain topics I guess and uh, yeah. uh when you're making such a film so I guess uh some of the gr girls were uh I guess uninitiated and some of that I guess which is kind of the comedic aspect of the film yeah seems. exactly I mean some of the things that I say that's what why the writing is so good and like it's just so perfect but you know very cringeworthy at times some of the things that these girls are saying you know they don't realize that they're being completely insensitive <laughs> i mean you gotta love the mexicans i hate them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so uh yeah so yes certain sensibilities i guess when you're kind of expressing um uh trying to make a woke film um but if you could um how is this a would you say it's an important topic? Um, you know, the message being sent by for your consideration for um, people to have some kind of sensibilities when it comes to woke films or woke type, woke type projects kind of thing. I definitely think it is. I mean, I think it's important to put a magnifying glass on Hollywood and really make sure that the stories that are being told are coming Hi, from I'm an authentic place as well. Oh, 
Yay, yeah. <laughs> and we're... I made it. I made it. Yes. Sorry about that. I tried all different ways and it was screwing up. Oh, but you're uh, we hear you great. We're just joined by director and co-writer of For Your Consideration, Poppy Gordon. Uh, Poppy, thanks for joining us here on Below the Belt Show. We were just talking with Samantha about her character of Heather and uh, I guess um, the important message of your film with uh, woke culture, I guess. So some people don't have, have to be very, um, have to have the certain sensibilities for when trying to, uh, you know, do um, a project that kind of focused on woke culture. Yeah, it was a, it was definitely an interesting, an interesting one. I think that, I think this, this film is easier to, I don't know, Samantha can probably speak better to it than, than me, but easier to act in maybe than to talk about. It's a little tricky to try and talk about now. Yeah. Samantha really nailed it, nailed it with the, uh, with that character of Heather, because uh, yes, I, I definitely, I definitely saw privilege in her eyes you know? <laughs> and all her friends right. <laughs> when they were trying to produce the film. Cause obviously who doesn't want to party at Sundance and Cannes and, um, <laughs> and all the major festivals and stuff like that. But I had to ask Poppy, um, was there like an internal message that you definitely wanted to get for your consideration at the big festivals, I know it made a, a lot of waves uh, at a bunch of festivals, but was Cannes, Sundance ever the goal as well? Um, you know, I certainly any getting into any festival was a coup with this film. It, you know, we kind of, it, I called it kind of the kamikaze film where we went into it saying, you know what? let's make this for ourselves and let's see what happens. Aldo and I both have a history in the commercial world. So we're very much used to kind of working for clients. And in this sense, we were our clients. So we, we especially putting our resources and money and everything into something of our own since, you know, it was, it was, it, we didn't do crowdfunding or anything like that. So we wanted to do something that we would love ourselves. And so there was almost an internal rebellion of wanting to please anybody, uh, you know, any, any, anybody outside of ourselves. So we were hoping if we got into a festival, that was great. Uh, certainly if it had been a major one, then the film gets more exposure. It gets seen. That would have been great. Um, but we also knew that not every festival is going to be right for this film. And, and also the, what, not every festival can maybe also point the finger at themselves and laugh with us at themselves. So yeah. we, we didn't expect much and we were actually very positively surprised that so many festivals ended up being very open and daring to program us. We were really, we were really surprised and super fortunate. Yeah. And the whole world can see this film on Amaletto, uh, on YouTube, which has some great films in addition to yours. Uh, I just saw that Stephen Yun has a film. Uh, Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones has a film in there. So you're got, you guys are in good company, Poppy, <laughs> on Amaletto. Thank you. Thank you. We like to make a splash. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. So let's talk about uh, the production quality, first of all, is very, very high on, on this uh, film. Um, really everything i mean uh cinematography editing um the acting um so congratulations on that i think it's very stellar um tell us about ass assembling your team poppy well uh, as, crew. 
as mentioned, my my history is really in, com in, in commercial directing and it was never my goal to stay there. So, I mean, the idea was always to transition to film and, and TV and all of that. And so right. all the people that I work with are really people that I've been working with for a very long time. So it was kind of like bringing, bringing in my people that I just you know, adore and love and we're friends and we have that shorthand communication having worked together for so long. And I think that really translated to having a lot of fun on this production again, because no clients were involved and we could just do what we wanted. And um, we were very fortunate with our cast. And so it was just a really, it was a really good vibe. It was a really good time. It was, I have to agree with Poppy. It was a very good vibe all around on set. <laughs> Seems like it, yeah. So Samantha, you actually auditioned uh, for the film. Um, Poppy, did you bring any actors that you just worked on with before that you just thought were strong and they didn't need to audition? Or did no, everyone have to audition? No, everybody, everybody did. Um, you know, we were really, we knew we might have something that was kind of you know, off the beaten path and kind of cool because we got a lot of submissions for auditions, way more than we ever expected. It was super, super cool. And so many talented people um, applied and we were like, okay, wait a moment, this is cool. Getting a lot of really talented people um, that were into it. And then um, it was really about casting the right group and the right dynamics because each character really does kind of uh, represent themselves but also a bit of an archetype and the chemistry was really everything and it was it was super tricky in that I couldn't ideally I would have loved to have people read together you know so you can try yeah. things but I really had to like use my imagination and be like okay how will these girls vibe together and find the best kind of group for um uh you know and and I was super um you know, blessed when Samantha agreed to audition. I, uh, I was, I was over the moon. I was like, yes, she's so perfect. I actually was the one who had mentioned Samantha to our um, casting agent. So it, it wasn't the other way around. It came from me being like, can you please ask her if she'd be willing to yeah. submit and uh, uh, to submit for this? And so I was over the moon when when she did and. And then um, I think, yeah, I mean, the the dynamics were really off the charts between all of them. Like uh, Juliette Goglia is, is uh, so funny and poignant, and um, Tess Trotter, Jasmine Karina. Uh, 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 we also got actual influencers to play influencers, which was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so um, yeah. Page Page Ruth was was into it and um, and uh, and uh, yeah, it was a great group and and I do feel like um, uh, Ava Capri also like played so sincere. Um, you know, everybody had kind of their own vibe and um, and it worked. And Samantha was definitely with Heather was definitely like the the ringleader of all of them, setting the tone, leading the bunch and. Um, and everybody kind of fell in line. It worked. I think she she uh, was actually the ringleader. <laughs> yeah, it certainly worked. Uh, when I was watching, I, it seemed like you guys were legit good friends shooting a short film. Right? Yeah. yeah, because the chemistry was so good, for sure. Um, so I, I got to say that there, your short film left me wanting more, Poppy. Like, I want to know about 
pre-production of the film, post-production of the film, uh, when when the film goes to the festival circuits, have you thought about making more episodes or uh, continuing the story in any way? I mean, certainly, you know, if 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 folks are interested, we would we would definitely. We never went into this thinking we're going to turn this into like a mini series or episodic or anything. yeah. We made it to be standalone, and I've gotten some pretty interesting YouTube comments on Amleto actually about this. Somebody they're arguing. It's like two hundred and thirty comments or something like that. People are arguing. They're saying like we want more episodes, and then somebody is saying we love the film. It's perfect. Never make any more. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And then other people are saying, no, no, we want more. Turn it into a feature. And then other people are like, please don't. And like, it's all. It's- I think I read a really funny one. They're like, oh, these characters must be doing something right. I want to punch them all in the face. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Exactly. It was, it was so funny. Or they start insulting each other with the characters being like, if somebody says, I don't like the film, then they're saying, well, you probably would be part of that friend circle. <laughs> <laughs> You don't, you know, you don't get it. You're one of them, you know. Wow. Samantha, would you be all about um, another episode or uh, expanded uh, edition of For Your Consideration? I'll I'll add one thing. Aldo and I were joking. Maybe the next one has to be the apology tour. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, where they go around apologizing for the film they made. I mean, I want to, I want to see the girls partying at Sundance. <laughs> I'm looking for that episode, you know. Yeah, and then you got, and then they have to apologize. Right. That's you can shoot, shoot it at this coming Sundance in January. <laughs> I can just imagine Heather's apology. That is just too much. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I definitely think we we could come up with uh with uh with some cool stuff there and we are exploring other projects that are kind of also in the dark satire sphere the dark satire genre and um yeah hopefully we can make we can make them connect but it is i mean hey if by overwhelming demand people wanted more aldo and i would definitely come up with the goods if people want to see where the where our girls go mm-hmm. i certainly do i would i, would, I just think this this screams uh, episodic um could easily see more so well, oh yeah maybe you'll consider it <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely consider it <laughs> yeah well uh poppy do you have any other projects that you're promoting right now or anything or, or, or your even your next project that you'll be working on um you know nothing that i'm really ready to um to promote but aldo is coming over in an hour and a half we have a feature in the works but it's still very much in the writing um, oh, wow. cool. So yeah, we we write together frequently, and and um, so we're we're working on something, um, but it's definitely not at the point yet where I'm like, okay, this is it. But um, but yeah, we have different ideas for episodic and and features, and also, um, you know, maybe we'll strategize. Maybe we'll make a short for the next thing. Maybe you know, maybe we won't. But certainly, it's been super helpful that we've gotten such an overwhelming positive press response and just in you know in general I think from the the festival circuit and the viewership so and I think that's that I hope it will help us with whatever we do next you know to 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 garner some support because certainly Alda and I can't fund everything ourselves over again <laughs> yeah how does co- the co-writing aspect work um do you do one draft you send it to Aldo and Aldo writes his draft and sends it back to you um it's 
it's really collaborative. Uh, sometimes I kind of come up with the um, like a concept or a story and different characters, and then I volley it over to Aldo. And I'm like, what do you think of this? And then he kind of tops it up and, and changes it around. We sit together and we have those meetings where you put it all up on the wall and kind of come up yeah. with what the flow is. And then he writes a draft and then we tend to read it out to each other as the characters and then act out the characters and then edit, edit the dialogue that way. And, um, and we really do like also working with actors and workshopping things with actors. Um, I have a theater background, so I love developing things together with actors organically. Um, and that's super fun for me, that process. Yeah. We have a lot of fun writing, though. We, yeah. We're constantly cracking each other up. And a lot of the dialogue is from us, like, just sitting there cracking each other up, really. <laughs> I definitely, ha definitely had some laugh out moments of talking about the woman's crow's feet. And, you know, a lot. <laughs> and, uh, and I hope Jessica chats. I wonder what Jessica, Jessica Chastain feels about that. Oh, God. <laughs> You're She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know. <laughs> well, um, tell us about the challenges of uh, producing this film. Um, it's a 13-minute short, roughly. Um, how many production days were they? Were, were you were on a strict schedule, and were you were you um, those kind of things? Yeah, we were. Um, we shot for three days plus uh, a half day. Um, the half day was strictly for the horse. <laughs> Am I giving too much away? Oh, that's safe. <laughs> that's completely safe. <laughs> People watch all the way; they get to see a horse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was really three days of of, of shooting, and um, we yeah we maxed out the days really. I mean, and and we wanted to you know I see this film a bit as like a like a, a candy coated Trojan horse a bit so. I mean, the medicine is pretty bitter. So the idea of making everything look really beautiful was a way to kind of, you know, sneak into the mainstream, so to say, and make yeah. everything palatable and, and beautiful. It, I saw it like a little bit of a, I, I love musicals. Like, so, you know, I also love like the umbrellas of Cherbourg, you know, this like working yeah. color and coordination and stuff like that. And so a lot of it was all very kind of, planned out to kind of be it was important to us that it that it that it would kind of look good in in this sense you know just because of the message the messages or the things that it discusses and touch on touches on are pretty dark and abhorrent and horrifying so kind of getting the sweet and sour feeling to it and 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 dressing it up really beautifully so that it can kind of get get talked about versus just being like a Debbie Downer was, was, was important to us. So we, we took our time to get things to look right. Yeah. yeah. You noticed that all the girls were color coordinated with their iPhone cases as well. Like that's how. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was great. And your choice yeah. of uh, color too. The wardrobe was really Nice. Did you go down to like the nitty gritty details of wardrobe and, and those kind of things as well? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. We um, we had a lot of fun with that. And, um, and in that sense, that that's where it was kind of musical-esque and kind of synthetic, you know, where it's like it's, um, you know, all very beautiful, luxurious kind of colors and, and very kind of um, color coordinated. Because, I mean, you have to 
13 minutes is not a lot of time. And the stuff that mm -hmm. we do discuss is actually pretty deep and heavy. And so whatever kind of visual cues that we could give to, um, to, to show hierarchy and our thoughts and, um, you know, convey class. That was all really important. Yeah. And uh, Samantha, you showed up your yo your yoga skills. You had, <laughs> are you a yogi yourself? Was that kind of like, you know? I've dabbled in some yoga, I okay. will admit. That wasn't all just, you know, learned on set. <laughs> but that I was actually my first sound bath. I'd never done that before. So that was kind of fun. Oh. <laughs> Sam, I, that's the one thing that I kept from the shoot is I still have the bowl and all your crystals. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they're on my windowsill right now. I kept it all because I was too emotional about it. I was like, I need to keep that voodoo in my life forever. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I love it. Samantha, if I could talk a little bit about one of my favorite films for the past couple of years is uh, <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And uh, if I could just ask you what it was like being on that set, you shot at El Coyote, which actually is one of my favorite uh, Mexican restaurants in Los Angeles that I know it's still there today. Um, and I saw your scene with uh, Margot Robbie and Emil Hirsch in that El Coyote scene. Uh, if you could talk about uh, just shooting that amazing, amazing film. Aww. Oh my goodness. It was truly a dream. It was funny because in El Coyote, they cut out a whole wall to be able to fit the camera there. I mean, who, wow. who cut out a whole wall at El Coyote? <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. But it was great. I mean, it was truly just like a pinch me moment. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. Just because, I mean, like the poppy short too, where it's just every detail is there. Yeah. You, you, when you when you were filming and you see the extras walking and you really felt like you were in the 60s. Like you really did. Like it was trans yeah, transporting for sure. <laughs> yeah, and well, the... The thing is that Al Coyote maintained its interior, didn't update it. So, yeah, because <laughs> I remember going a couple of years ago, it still had that that old '60s vibe to it. But yeah. but working with Emil Hirsch and, and Margot as a scene partners, uh, did you get to talk to them much? Um, They're so down to earth and nice. Yeah, genuinely sweet people. And I remember I was really nervous to have my singing. Um, yeah. And Margo's like, don't worry, like I'll be there, I'll sing with you, you know. Oh, cool. Sort of a nice, and it was just so refreshing to see, like when you're working with like such A-listers, that everyone is so nice, so everyone's so happy to be there, and it really was like a family, like it really, it felt like that. That's awesome. You know, there's no phones on set at all, like you have yeah. to check your in, and um, yeah, everyone's just there, happy to be there, excited, and it was just. Great vibes. Okay. <laughs> what about uh, Quentin's directorial style? He's great. I mean, in actually at El Coyote, he decided to kind of come up with something that wasn't scripted. And he just said to Emil, he's like, okay. So he told him a story. And then he's like, okay, I want you to say that story. And then he says to me, I want you to say this line. And then, so, you know, he's kind of was so improvisational and just kind yeah. of off the cuff and just would kind of, you know, <laughs> unexpected. That, that is so amazing, yeah. And, you know, it, it is fictional to a degree because even though you play Ab Abigail Folger, who is the coffee heiress, um, the real-life Abigail sadly gets killed. Uh, yours uh, sadly, uh, luckily, rather, uh, lives on. So how did you think about that twist uh, in the real-life events versus the film? 
I love the twist. I thought it was yeah. so heartwarming, and if only it could have ended like that. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, so, yeah. It's, it really is a tragedy what happened to them, and so I just, I love the way Tarantino ended it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it, it, after all, it's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the just came out, actually, based Which on one? the He wrote a book based on the film. Oh, yes! So... Yes. I, mean, I haven't checked it out yet, but yeah, I'm sure Quentin will send you a copy. <laughs> 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 that is awesome. Um, I also saw a trailer for Take Me to Tarzana. Yes. <laughs> uh, is that something that we can check out short, uh, this year? Sure. Um, I think it's on streaming sites, I believe. Okay, and good. It's ready it's out. Fun That's comedy. <laughs> it did look like, like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was great. It was such it was a great time. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> so, uh, are both of you happy that productions are just pretty much almost normal now? You know, we're we're going to post pandemic now and uh, oh, ready yeah. to get you know back on set more often yeah, than, I, than last I, year at least. It was it was really hard. I actually tried to create something during the pandemic mm -hmm. um, because it was so isolating. The pandemic was, and I missed all my friends, and I missed making magic. Yeah. And I try, but it, uh, so many people were also so like depressed and sad, you know, to due to the isolation. Mm -hmm. So it was really oh, hard yeah. to like, push everybody forward to like be doing stuff in isolation when some you realize so much of the filmmaking process is the joy of being together, um, and and playing together. And um, so, but yeah, I actually now that we can um, go back to shooting, that's actually one of the projects that um, we want to perhaps turn into a short and we're, instead of having everybody work remotely on it, um, mm -hmm. you know, in this way, we might just come back to LA and just, you know, come and shoot it and do it properly. Is it for the cure, Poppy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Poppy had me actually do a little scene from that too where I played a, a Karen <laughs> it was pretty great it was yeah pretty. that's something where we would come out to LA and now we'd actually be able to shoot it properly instead of doing it the way that we you know were and maybe we'll still mix in some of that type of um footage but but mm -hmm. yeah, I mean there's just you can't replace being together and shooting together it's it's Absolutely. just awesome and we're I'm very relieved that that um, productions are starting back up again. And I just hope that it stays that way now with COVID. Yeah, absolutely. So you session. shot FYC prior to, prior to the March 2020, right? Yeah. Okay. And it was a little bit interesting because this was like my first big short that I've done. And so, you know, I've been waiting for a long time to be like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make something. And then yeah. like, the minute we make it, I, I touched down at the first uh, Oscar qualifying festival, if you will. And the minute I, I get there and I open up my phone, I'm still in the plane. It says like, Oh, the festival has been canceled due to COVID. I was yeah. like, what? That was really no. at the beginning of it. And then, and then the entire festival season had to be all virtual pretty much. So yeah, it was like very interesting time to, timing. I was like, did, like, I, yeah, very interesting. Like the one moment that I release a short, the whole world breaks. <laughs> yeah. But luckily it was shot prior to, prior to March, 2020. Cause it might've been a different film. Had you mm -hmm. had to shoot it in 2020, right? Oh yeah. 
Oh, yes. We were very fortunate that way yeah. um, in, in that sense. We were very fortunate. And and um, yeah, and now things are back up again. And perhaps a, a little bit, yeah. you know, I think a lot of people are also like festivals are fun and you get to meet people and 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 have fun together and all that. But it's also definitely a lot of work to have to attend like a million festivals and all of that. So right. something that's yeah. what it seems because you have all those festival rees on your I just, on your film. You guys, are I just, ended up funny enough. I ended up making a baby, so now I have a son, Aww. beautiful baby, ever poppy. Oh Thank my goodness! You. Congratulations! I was like, well, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do anything, so might as well. Might <laughs> 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 well make babies, right? <laughs> It's all just creation in the end. So. Poppy, you're you're actually on camera for your film. You're a, uh, the mom character, right? Yes, we had somebody cast in that role as just um, an extra, and and she didn't show up. And and then I think it was my producer, Alyssa, oh. at everybody. She was like, "Your wardrobe is on par, and we don't have any more wardrobes, so you're gonna do." This. Oh, you just stepped in as the mom role. Okay. <laughs> and and I was, you know, more than happy to oblige to be. Um, oh. My character's name was Messy Mom, and yeah, I saw that on IMDb. That was really, that was a for a foreshadowing of what was to come. Now I am a messy mom yeah. in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I didn't think I asked Samantha what you have coming up next. You got some acting projects coming up that we can look out for. Uh, nothing that's filmed, but I am filming another short film with a director called Strong Glass in New okay. York. Actually, so I'll be flying out to New York, nice. and, and that'll be happening in August sometime. So, yeah, just doing that, and then auditioning and seeing what else comes my way. And <laughs> yeah, same, same here. Thing, you know, yep, putting our hat in there, right? <laughs> Samantha definitely. Uh, I, you know, she definitely is is uh, is is so fun to work with. So, whatever yeah. I do next, Aldo and I are writing for Sam. So, yes. we're very. Fantastic. Well, this mm -hmm. is fantastic. Uh, again, congratulations to both of you for an amazing short film. Um, official website, fycfilm.com. Um, you can check it out on YouTube, um, on Amaletto's um, channel, and just search for uh, for your consideration. It should pop right up. Yeah, uh, chime in on the, on the YouTube comments and give us a like. <laughs> yes, check fantastic. it out. <laughs> Awesome. Well, before we let you go, if we could, both of you just kind of let, let us know who you are, throw out a plug for um, FYC, and let us know you're on BTV, Below the Belt Show, um, whatever you want at the end. Okay. I guess I'll start. Uh, I'm Poppy Gordon. I'm the director of For Your Consideration, and um, please check us out at fycfilm.com. We're up on Omletto, so go find For Your Consideration on Omletto, um, as well as on YouTube. And um, we are now on Below the Belt show. Yes. <laughs> Robinson, I play Heather in the short film For Your Consideration, directed by Poppy Gordon. And as she mentioned, check it out on Omletto. <laughs> and um, Samantha, we're on Below the Belt show. <laughs> I love it. Samantha, do that one more time. I think the audio kind of went out in the beginning of your name. Oh, okay. And I'm Samantha Robinson. I play Heather from the short film For Your Consideration, directed by Poppy Gordon. And as Poppy mentioned, check it out on Amaletto. 
and we're on Below the Belt show. Yes. Woohoo! Woohoo! Wanted to do a snapshot. I don't know if Poppy wanted to not be camera shy for a second, but if not, we'll oh just. Oh my God, I am so awful looking. That's why I. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll try. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Oh my okay. gosh. Let me go yes. camera shot. Okay, ready? Three, two, and. I think good. All right. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks so much. Um, I'm actually, that's actually really funny. I just looked down for a second because I'm like, I'm like nursing because oh, okay. I, I have my son, so I'm just like, are my boobs out? Like, do I need to make? <laughs> Should we take it again? I'm like, that's what happens when you're nursing, where you yeah. don't even know more if you're if you're like, are they in? Are they out? Are you are you covered? You don't know anymore. At all. Should we try one yeah. more? Were you looking down, Poppy, when we took that? I don't. Let me let me turn the camera away. Make sure my bra is up. <laughs> Just a second, and then we'll do it one more time. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> of course. That's what happens when you're a new mom. You like all that's all the stuff that happens when you like that's messy mom for you in real life. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all right, Poppy. All right, ready? One, two, and. All right. Awesome. All right. Thank, thank you, you so both. Much. This is a great interview. Thank you. Lots thank of luck. Thank you for having us. We're so thrilled. Thank yeah. you. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Take care.